This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Alice Dempster. It's Thursday the 6th of July. In your Squiz today, four priorities for The Voice. Israeli troops withdraw. Australia's regional migration, and robots allowed in the Music Awards. This is your Squiz Today. We heard more yesterday about the priorities the Albanese government would want to set for the voice to parliament if indeed the voice does get voted up at the referendum later this year. Minister for Indigenous Australians Linda Burney yesterday laid out the four pillars of focus for The Voice at an address to the National Press Club. So, Alex, the areas she wants The Voice to focus on are health, education, jobs and housing for Indigenous Aussies. And she said yesterday that The Voice would help lead to practical improvements in those areas. In that, Bernie was responding to one of the claims from the No campaign, which is that The Voice wouldn't address real issues for Indigenous Australians. And during her speech yesterday, she also noted that Australia is failing to meet most of its closing the gap targets. She said we have everything to gain and nothing to lose by supporting The Voice. And of course, the context of Bernie's speech is falling poll numbers for the Yes campaign, Mm. as well as a barrage of questions from the coalition during Parliament's last sitting week in June. Peter Dutton, the leader of the coalition, is campaigning against The Voice, and one of his most recent lines was that The Voice could reach into, and this is his quote, every area of public administration. Bernie also replied to that point in her speech. Mm. She said that the No campaign is making false claims, including that providing advice to government would somehow impact the fundamental democratic principle of one vote, one value. That was her quote. And she called that a claim designed to mislead. Mm. Now, we don't yet have a date for the referendum on The Voice, with a lot of pundits believing that the date will not be announced until August. Recently, Anthony Albanese has said that the vote would be held in the last quarter of the year, which only gives the Yes campaign a few months to turn their poll numbers around. Alice, we have an update on the situation in the West Bank. We heard yesterday that two days after Israel's military strike in the Janin refugee camp, Israeli forces have now withdrawn. Yeah, so Palestinian authorities in the area say that the operation prompted the evacuation of more than 500 Palestinian families and that it also killed 12 Palestinians, including three children. Mm. They called it an invasion, but Israeli forces called it a counter-terrorism operation Alex. The Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu, said yesterday that Israel's forces had completed their mission, but that this type of operation was unlikely to be a once-off. And at the same time that Israel was pulling out of the West Bank, they also launched air attacks against the Gaza Strip. The Gaza Strip is a different part of the country, but it is, again, an area with a large Palestinian population. Mm. Israel said its airstrikes there were a response to rocket fire coming from within the Gaza Strip. 
And Claire and I mentioned this earlier in the week, but if you want more backstory on the Israel-Palestine conflict, you can listen to our Squish Shortcuts episode from Tuesday. Just search for the Squish Shortcuts feed in your podcast app. There has been a bit of a diplomatic fracas between Australia and Hong Kong after Hong Kong put bounties on eight pro-democracy activists, including two who live in Australia. Yeah, so Alex, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese spoke up on this yesterday. He said that the arrest warrants from Hong Kong are unacceptable. Mm. The two men in Oz are Kevin Yam, who's a Melbourne lawyer and an Australian citizen, and also Ted Hui, who's a former Hong Kong politician. He's lived in Australia since 2021. The chief executive of Hong Kong is a man named John Lee. He said the activists would be pursued for life. And opposition leader Peter Dutton also weighed in, saying that it is, quote, completely unacceptable that Australians should be tracked down or hunted down. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP. More and more Aussies are heading out of the city. The population of regional Australia has jumped by 70,000 since 2020. And now the Regional Australia Institute has launched a drive to draw even more Aussies out of the big smoke. Yeah, Alex, I grew up in regional Australia, so I can totally understand the draw here. Amen. The Regional Oz Institute has pointed out that there's 91,000 regional job vacancies and they want to educate workers about regional career opportunities in things like healthcare, construction and agriculture. And they also conducted a study on this. They found that nearly half of urban workers would go regional for a better salary. And speaking of demographics, Kate and Claire have just published a Squish Shortcuts episode on how countries are dealing with shrinking populations. It is a great episode. And also, Alice, this is the (laughs) second recommendation to go to Squish Shortcuts. So now people have to, I suppose. (laughs) Squizzers may remember earlier this year we were talking about a viral Drake track that wasn't actually sung by Drake, but rather voiced by an AI clone. Now, we have known since then, at least, if not earlier, that AI is coming for the music scene. (laughs) And it looks like the Grammys have just decided to embrace it. Yeah, so the Grammys released some guidance yesterday that said AI tracks won't be automatically disqualified from the awards, but the awards will be judged only on the human elements of a song. Mm. That means, Alex, that a songwriting award could go to a track that has AI performances on it, or if you flip it around, a Grammy for Best Performance could go to a human performing a song written by AI. So it's a brave new world in the world of music. (laughs) (laughs) I love this stuff. The Grammys also clarified that a work that contains no human authorship is not eligible in any category. Sorry, robots. (laughs) 
Squiz the day, Alice. The third men's ashes test starts tonight. And if the Aussies win, that is the series all wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Go Aussie. We are up 2-0 so far, although we can expect some pretty fiery competition. English fans are still worked up about the controversial dismissal in the second test. And reports say we can expect booing as the Aussies take to the pitch at Headingley. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that is it for us today. Thank you for listening and we'll be back with you tomorrow. G'day, I'm Kate Watson, co-host of News Club. News Club this week was an interview with Lauren Sams. She's the fashion editor at the Australian Financial Review. She's all over the business of fashion and retail, so I pulled her in to talk to us about fast fashion and ultra-fast fashion. In particular, businesses like Timu and Shein, who in Australia alone are on track to record more than $2 billion in sales. Here's a clip from that conversation. What is happening is that it's recalibrating fashion as a single-use item. Mm. So when you think about something that's 6 or $7, you know, my, I bought coffee this morning and that was $5.50. And that that's a single-use item to me. You know, I, I have my coffee. Like actually is, like you cannot use that twice. No. <laughs> and so when you're talking about a dress yeah. that's sort of an equivalent price, people equate it with something that doesn't need to be valued. Um, you don't need to wear it again. To listen to the full interview, just search for News Club in your podcast app and hit follow.